This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tig. <sighs> Oh, no. Ugh. I refuse. Tig. I'm, ti- I'm tired. No. You can't start with that. Well, I'm Nobody tired. Nobody wants to hear about your problems. I don't have any problems. People I'm just tired. People are tuning in to hear you, like... Yeah, and not you. <laughs> okay? Oh, I did not say that. I'm just saying don't start off with a yawn. Yeah, but That's I'm saying terrible. It. I'm saying it. We cover a lot of stuff in this. Yeah, we always do. Psychological issues. Knives. Masturbation. Nine hours worth. (laughs) When you get there, you'll be like, oh, yeah, now I see what they're talking about. Or maybe you won't. Maybe. If somebody's listening to this and you get to, and you don't understand why we said nine hours of masturbation after you heard the whole thing, then please write to us immediately. Yeah. Handwritten, of course. (laughs) And snail mail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shall we get right to it? Yeah. It's it's a fascinating one. Yes. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Tig? Cheryl? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Preparing to go out of town for... A movie. You just wrapped your movie. Yes. We are huge movie stars is what we're trying to tell people in we our are. casual way. I don't think that we need to be casual about it. I think that... You think you should braggadocious. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! I just think it's <laughs> time wee, wee. for us to announce that we are movie stars. Do-do-do-do! Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all, hey. <laughs> um, Listen, people didn't come here to listen to this they came here to listen to you know cold hard facts a very intellectual discussion about documentary films documentary films (laughs) and filmmaking yes i'm more of like what was that thing he was sitting on yeah that that they were cooking yeah yeah what was in that pot and we still don't know by the way we don't know what was in that pot (laughs) Although I do like that people wrote in and said, oh, it looked like he was, what did he talk about, the staircase? A lot of speculation. Yeah, a lot of speculation on what was in the pot. Yeah. Um, Okay, listen. Today, we are talking about Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. Mm -hmm. It's a 2017 documentary directed by Aaron Lee Carr. It concerns the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. And the role her daughter, Gypsy Rose, may have played in the crime. The film gives access to Gypsy Rose and many of the family members and attorneys who were directly involved in the case. The documentary is available to watch on HBO. Oh, 
Had you seen mm. this before? Yes. I had too, but um, I settled in and pressed yeah. play uh, thinking I had never seen it. And Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie walked by me and she said, you know, we watched that a couple of years ago. And I said, we did? Yeah. How could I possibly take in the information that this film has yeah. and just... Just forgotten it just or you forgot. stored it away. I mean, the thing is, is that the the story of this film is so extraordinary and out there and unbelievable yes. that it doesn't feel like real people. Well, I don't know if you're saying all this to make an excuse for me because <laughs> no. I can't believe the things that I my brain takes in and does not absorb. And then I just doodly do. Go about my life. You would think some, because it's so outrageous and these are like cartoons of, of people that yeah. it would stick with me. But nope, uh-uh, doo-doo-doo. No. So was it all new to you when you watched it? There were things, especially, I think if Stephanie hadn't said that we had watched it, I probably wouldn't have known. But my, oh my brain God. started to... Make connections. And and go, oh, this seems right. Like, I didn't remember that they were all Cajun. That seems like I would remember I know. it. I have I, okay, Cajun well, family members. I know. This, these are your people. Well, no, they're not my people. I have they're your people. That, that's some how you... Cajun people. I felt like and... I was watching your people. But oh. so, just so people know what this, let's just tell them a little bit about the film. Very little. <laughs> So in June, on June 15th, 2015, at the Wakusha, Wisconsin County Sheriff's Office, police have brought in Gypsy Rose Blanchard, a 19-year-old woman, to question her regarding her mother's death. So, I mean, do we just get right into it and tell people? Well, yeah. I know, because I feel like it's all, we're, we have to spill the beans at the beginning because that's what mm-hmm. the whole thing is about. Yeah. So just know that. I mean, it's a crazy one. If you want to watch this before you listen now, stop it down and go watch it. But I don't know if you're familiar with Munchausen by proxy. Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. I mean, I know you are now, right? Well, I was familiar with it before. Were you not familiar with it? Well, yes, but I, that's one of the, that's something that I can never remember the name of. Uh Uh-huh. And... I have such a hard time understanding the concept of this that mm-hmm. it's it never comes up in my everyday conversation because it feels too complex. Well, you should start trying to wedge <laughs> it into conversations. Start familiarizing yourself with these words and the concept with and Munchausen and, by <laughs> proxy syndrome. And everybody's like, "Why is Cheryl so fixated?" Obsessed. Yeah. So what the syndrome is, is there is a person, in this case a mother, mm-hmm. who had a little girl and she decided that her daughter had all kinds of problems, medical problems. She would tell the doctors that her daughter wasn't eating, couldn't walk, well, and I think this is a part where I have a question. Is she aware? Does she really think her child has these things? Or is she doing this because she's there's just another level of sick and twisted? Well, I don't have a good answer for that. I think I assumed. part of this syndrome is that the person who's doing this needs and wants lots of attention mm-hmm. and gets it from doctors. And in this case, she started getting it from all the people around her. So this woman, Dee Dee, mm-hmm. was so manipulative that she convinced... I really liked her. <laughs> she was adorable. <laughs> I mean, she convinced the doctors, this is what I don't understand. Who were the doctors that were doing this? Were they not doing tests on this child? I don't understand. At an early age, they put in a feeding tube into um, 
Gypsy Rose's stomach. So that's how she was fed and given medication. For no reason. She didn't need a feeding tube. Her mother also said she had leukemia. I mean, can't you... Could I just show up? Could you just know. show up to a doctor and say, oh, I have leukemia so, and I need a feeding tube? I know. I, I, I just don't understand that there are so many people involved in this, so many doctors involved. So her mother made Gypsy Rose stay in a wheelchair all of her life. Mainly publicly, though. Right, that's my other question. So what do you think happened behind closed doors? Do but you wait, think- before we get your yes. question, we need yeah. to deal with my question. Do you oh. think the mother thought her daughter had all of these things? Or do you think that she knew she didn't and was just doing that to get attention for herself? I don't think the mother thought that she had these things. I don't I don't know. I, I I mean as a mother you can look at your child and know if they can swallow or not, you know, to get a feeding tube put in your stomach. That means that you can't pass a swallow test. A swallow test is that such a thing? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's so if so I mean I only know this because I have I have a nephew who uh has cerebral palsy and he did have a feeding tube for a while. Uh-huh. And he fortunately um, got it removed at when you know when he was strong enough, but that was the the bar was to see mm-hmm. if he could swallow on his own. And so yeah. if you can't, then yes, you do need something like that. So for me to watch that, I just thought I, I just didn't understand how a doctor who was doing this. It's beyond comprehension. It's really beyond comprehension. So what was so, your question when you said I have a question? Oh. What do you think happened behind closed doors? So if Dee Dee, the mom, and Gypsy Rose, the daughter who was in a wheelchair whenever anybody saw her publicly, if she really could walk and stand, do you think when they were together, alone together, she was walking and standing? Well, yeah, I guess that kind of feeds into what I was just asking of does the mother really think this or does is she just doing this? And I guess that proves that she clearly knew her daughter didn't have these issues because at one point in the documentary, there was the one doctor that was on to them and said that if she had, in fact, been in a wheelchair all of those years, she would have zero muscle tone. Right. They would have atrophied. Yeah. Right. And her legs weren't like that. So that means she was walking around and doing things. Right. I mean, this was such a, um, it was a case of a lot of things and one of them was fraud, right? Mm-hmm. So because of of what they were doing, the mother was taking advantage of Habitat for Humanity and... Um, Just the kindness of strangers. Yes. Taking a trip to Disney, yes, because people were concerned about um, this little gypsy. girl. Yeah. Ugh. By the way, after I watched this movie, I walked into Stephanie's office. Yeah. And I went up to her and I said, "Hello, my little gypsy rose." And Ew. she said, um, oh, "That's so sweet." And I said, "That was the name of the the girl oh. that murdered her mother." Um, okay, had- you just. Oh, oh, Tig! I, I thought, cannot believe Tig. I thought I you cannot said believe you just I, did that. I, I, Tig. I thought you said we were going to spill beans right away. What well, we, well, we did? I was just I was just talk, talking about that. See, the, this is but, where I don't get it. Why do you get oh to decide when beans God. spill? You just skipped ahead to. You know what? I'm quitting oh my this God. podcast. I'm quitting before you're quitting. Why would you do that? I thought you said. We're going to spill the beans up front oh because my. that's what this is about. So here we go. We're going to spill the beans. Oh so I thought God. we were I thought we were in the process of spilling beans. No, not not all of the beans. We were going to spill them in a, you know, calculated way. Wait, when you spill beans, you don't know how many beans are going to stay in the no, cup or go out. No, but you can spill out. a half a cup and leave the other half in there until you spill them again why don't calculate my bean spilling okay god there's so much to say okay 
Well, and now do because not talk to, to me like that yeah, in no, front of No, I will. All. I can't believe you, you will just not. Did I will. I sure Do you remember will. how we had our friendship fell apart on texting the other day? Yeah, just the other day. We broke up and we got back together in like the span of five minutes. I, feel, I can't even remember why we broke up. Probably something it's, terrible yeah. you did yeah. and I called oh. off our friendship. <laughs> And I was going to come get my stuff, and I told you to leave it in a brown bag on the porch. Oh, because I took a movie in Mexico City. You got upset yeah, with me. Yeah, and I wanted you to do yeah. uh, a night with Waterkeeper yeah. to raise yeah. money for clean water, but you don't care. Okay. Not only did I take a movie, I was tapped. <laughs> I was tapped. To... Is that what they said in the um, in all the papers? Are uh, there any papers anymore? No. I don't know, but you know, as we discussed, that Lady Gaga was tapped. Was tapped. Yeah, I. I you just, just got tapped. Yeah, I got tapped. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. So, so her mom is like showing, you know, posting videos. Her mom um, that she murdered. Oh my! I was hoping you wouldn't say it again, so people would forget. So when we get to that part, it would be a surprise. All right, everyone, forget what I said. Her mother. <laughs> We'll see what happened to this woman. Okay. So, okay. So her mom, yes. So she's, so they show videos and they will show Gypsy Rose going around in a wheelchair and she's got a very high baby voice and her mom said that she was also uh, mentally challenged and, and she wasn't. No. Her mom took her out of, um, school when she was in second grade and by the way how sad was that there was a video of her like in a dance class and just sitting on the floor yeah lying on the floor while everyone else is dancing around yeah. her yeah I, I it was I, I just didn't even understand it like uh I, I honestly infuriated yeah yeah honestly when gypsy rose was talking in this documentary present yeah. day or yeah. you know after everything oh gosh okay yes uh, yes the yes we know we heard you say it twice already we're gonna get to it go ahead murdered her mother oh Um, my she she, um i was i was surprised how almost normal she seemed and i i know there's layers of yeah like uh like even she says in the documentary it's the first time she's telling the truth and she doesn't even know how much of the truth she's telling and which was you know what I mean? There seems right. to be some honesty there around right. how able she was to access the truth and reality. Right. But I couldn't believe, I mean, if you are treated like an infant with all of these issues that you don't have, I was just surprised that she seemed as normal as she seemed in the interview. No, I agree because I because you would have to disassociate oh. so much, you know, oh if you gosh. were a child, a teenager, yeah, who and you don't know what who was ultimately planning to murder her mother. It was it's uh, like, you know, it, you would you were really fixated on that part of the story that I wanted to tell everybody a little bit later and you cannot help yourself but bring it up every second. Can I just tell you, can I remind you of something? Yes. The title, Mommy Dead and Dearest. Well, that doesn't mean that she's... Beans are spilled as soon as you check this movie out at Blockbuster. (laughs) Remember the days of Blockbuster? I do, and we'll reminisce about that (laughs) right after the break. Okay, I can't wait. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. 
And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back from the break. What were you going to say about Blockbuster? It doesn't matter. It's it's it obsolete. Does. You no, know what it's obsolete. I always wanted to do at Blockbuster? What? Rent a movie. Mm-hmm. Walk by the person at the counter and then mm-hmm. drop it in the return slot right after I rented it. Just to see what kind of crazy reaction you'd get. Do you think that teenager who's working at Blockbuster would have given a flying ball about I feel like you're still upset with me I am I am breaking, angry I'm a little breaking a vi- off our friendship the other no, day no I'm angry I'm angry about the beans I know but I feel like that fueled the beans well, you know that I don't like this when you j- jump ahead I'm starting to feel like you don't like me <laughs> well I know for sure we all know for sure you wouldn't cry <laughs> if I died <laughs> he said that you did I say that sh- I did yeah. I never said that everyone knows you would not cry. <laughs> if not I true. died and you that spoke at my funeral or whatever memorial, you would do it with no problem. You would be like, we were friends and we did a podcast <laughs> and she always headlined my benefit that I did, except for when she did take that movie in Mexico City. But uh, anyway, it's all that for is the, the best. the eulogy I've ever death, heard. Death is a part of life and so be it. And I'll be at the snack table. I'll be at the bar, more like it. I will be at the bar. Yeah. With total dry eyes, no problem. And then at your funeral, I'll be be fighting back tears and refusing to cry and saying, I'm not going to cry because she would not have cried at my funeral. Yeah, but not because not because that's what I would have wanted. I wouldn't. You wouldn't say, "Oh, I'm not going to cry because Cheryl wouldn't have wanted this." You wouldn't prefer gonna... me to be sobbing at your funeral. No, I don't want you to be sobbing at my funeral. Come that's on, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, you wouldn't you want that. To... No, don't sob at my funeral. I want you devastated at mine. <laughs> I want oh you like I want your knees to buckle and <laughs> oh and you God. collapse on the stage at the Staples Center, which I'm certain that's where Staples Center. That's where my memorial will be. People love me. Yeah, you will pack the Staples Center for it's sure. It's gonna be a week long memorial where they're gonna sell out mm. and there's tickets for sale. Oh, are you monetizing your death? The why do money, they have, why do you have to buy money tickets? Money is going to yeah. a good mm-hmm. cause. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay, listen. Listen. Let's just get back to this for one second. Oh, you know what I was thinking? This is interesting. Mm. I was talking to a therapist once. um, Good. We were talking about the truth Uh in lying and how some people are so comfortable lying Mm -hmm. that he said that some people who are pathological liars, when they tell the truth, Mm -hmm. their heart rate goes up and they get nervous which is what we usually do, a quote-unquote normal person. And when they lie, their heart rate goes up and they get nervous. Oh. But somebody who's a pathological liar, their heart rate will go up when they're telling the truth. And something like this case, because the truth is so awful, which is so awful because when would this woman, Dee Dee, ever be telling the truth? You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. was Her whole life was lies. Do you think Dee Dee's... Stands for dead, dead. Dead, dead. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know what? If mm-hmm. if you think this podcast is a joke. <laughs> then you then are I- correct. <laughs> you are correct, Tig. Okay, I, let's just get going to get to your spot because you cannot wait to talk about this. Uh, 
Okay, so at some point, Gypsy mm-hmm. starts, you know, I was going to say developing. That sounds weird and gross. Anyway, she's maturing. She's becoming a, a teenager and... She's wanting to hook it up. She, she wants to hook it up. Yeah. So she's going online and she finds a guy. Uh-huh. What was that guy's name? I'm sure I have it written down somewhere. I'll just say not a yeah. great score. Yeah. Seems uh, troubled in his own ways. Yes. Troubled in his own ways. Nicholas Godjohn. <laughs> they find each other on a, on a dating app. Yeah. They decide that they're going to get together at the movie theater. Gypsy's going to get her mom to take her to see Cinderella. Gypsy buys Nicholas a ticket to the movies. They go to the movie theater. She's in her wheelchair. She meets him in the bathroom, and then they have sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what I really <laughs> loved is that Gypsy said that that her mom said she thought he was weird because he was went to see Cinderella by himself, this teenage boy, that he must be a weirdo. Yeah. I mean, what is going on? With dead dead? Um, I mean, how is Gypsy Rose and her mother? I mean, is that just a, a normal pairing uh, going to see Cinderella? Cinderella. As a, a grown teenager? Yeah. Uh, with, with your mother? Right. Why is it any different than... I mean, listen, a teenage boy should be able to go by himself to see Cinderella if he wants to. I agree. And you don't have to look at me so angrily. (laughs) I'm just wondering, like... If my child wanted to go see Cinderella Mm -hmm. alone, Mm -hmm. I would say, sure. I think there might be a part of me that was like, that's Hmm. interesting. Not even a friend? Like a 16-year-old boy wanting to see a matinee of Cinderella by himself. It's like... Okay. I mean, I guess it is a red flag. Yeah. But not a big red flag. Who who cares what movie you want to see? Well, I mean, I think red flags, no matter what size they are, uh, are red flags. <laughs> you should pay attention. Yeah, because if you see a tiny red flag, yeah, you can always say, well, it was a red flag, you know? Yeah, so this was a tiny red flag. My, I would be alert if my child wanted to do that I wouldn't say no you can't Mm-mm. what I would say no you can't to is dead dead um okay. having her child be in a wheelchair yes that's what that well, would seem weird well thank you for clearing that up because mm-hmm. I was wondering what your thoughts about that would be mm-hmm. so the whole story is weird and creepy anyway yeah. and then didn't it get kicked up a notch when <laughs> Now they're corresponding online, uh, Nicholas and Gypsy, and he's now saying he's into S and M. Yeah. And then she's like, "No, okay." No, and then- okay. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I just thought that is the last thing this girl needs. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, you're already being abused in so many other ways, and now yeah. somebody is going to beat you up? Or I, I, I mean, I guess there's different, you know, Le- I just levels? don't, yeah, I don't. I, I mean. I wasn't excited about that for her. No. And then you find out, um, once again, you were right. This was not a great pairing. Of these no. two people. Told you I was right. <laughs> then we find out that Nicholas has multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. And then Gypsy. It would seem like she would need to have multiple personalities. To yeah. Get through what she's gotten through. Well, then she creates a, different personalities to be the girlfriend of his different personalities. This mm-hmm. is all online. Yeah. But by the way, I don't blame her. I mean, if she's sitting in her room at night and Crazy Pants is next door, like making sure you're not going anywhere, I would be doing all kinds of... Like what? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, definitely a dating site, right? 
What about S and M? I mean, I would, I'm sure, want to know more about it. If you're, what else do you have to do? I would be interested. Like, all right, let's hear what that's about. And what if he was like, well, I'm gonna like spank you and strangle you and um, bite you. Yeah. You know, I'd probably be thinking uh, open to it. <laughs> Sounds better yeah. than what I'm. Yeah, honestly. Uh-huh. If you're saying, would you rather do that in a room alone with this guy or would you rather be sitting in this room with crazy pants next door? I would be like, I'll do number one. Wait, I'm sorry. I zoned out. <laughs> Did I lose you? <laughs> You'll do number one? <laughs> I will do number one. Okay. So he- here's what happens. It's interesting to find out you're into S&M, but... I knew you were going to try to, you know, paint me. I have no ju- I have corner. no judgment. I'm just I'm, I'm not into S&M, but I'm saying if that's my choice, you'll do number 1. <laughs> if those are your choices, is to be in a wheelchair with a feeding tube. Yeah, with, with your, your crazy your mom annoying next mother. door. Or to be in a different location with some guy who has multiple personalities and is into s and M, I mean, they're tough choices. They're, neither one of them is great. Uh-huh. But what would you choose? Mm. <laughs> no. It's too much. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back from the break, uh, we'll hear what, what, which one you would choose. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back from the break, and sadly, I still don't know which you one would I would choose. You would choose number one. I don't know. I, I need more time. Okay. We'll circle back. So so now Gypsy and Nicholas are madly in love, mm-hmm. and Nicholas and Gypsy, now you can say it. I'm teeing you up to say what you've been dying to say this whole time. What? <laughs> Oh, my God. They make plans to kill the mother. You know what, Tig? What? I'm not doing this with you. I bet you will. So they start coming up with this plan. Uh-huh. And then... They do it? Yes. Oh, okay. Then they do it. Yeah. Then they kill her, and then they go to Nicholas's parents' house. In Wisconsin. And they... And, you know, and you see... You, when they're it, writing about the the when they're premeditating the murder it's very casual very casual like yo babe ready for you to do it yeah you know it okay i'll get in my car and come over i mean that's the vibe like i was just having some doritos but let me yeah uh... it definitely that was the vibe yeah and apparently she was in the house, and he went in and stabbed the mom. Mm-hmm. And then several times. It didn't help that Gypsy Rose then posted on Facebook after the murder, and I quote, "The bitch is dead. I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud. LOL. You know." Of all times to use LOL, that just seemed, it it kicks crazy up 
Well, and she's trying to come across as somebody else. Like she's trying to seem like somebody hacked oh, into somebody her else. account and did it. You know, trying to have some sort of right out. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, these two were just so um, <sighs> disturbed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Obviously, we don't know the history of like his life and family and the way that we got to know hers. But it was, you know, I felt for Gypsy Rose. I mean, she was, it wasn't something where you hear this story and you think, okay, she killed her mother. She's a terrible person. She needs to go to jail for the rest of her life. No, you definitely don't feel that way. It's more like, oh my gosh, this poor child was so severely abused for her entire her life. entire life yeah emotionally and physically yeah. that and you then, just yeah how does it not turn out the way that it did i know and then they i mean i don't know why i can't tell you why but then they mailed the knife to his well they clearly house. are terrible they... at making good decisions <laughs> I mean, it's not like they, at that point you're going to be like, oh, and finally they did the smartest thing. They threw which it in they, the river. Yeah, they took to the rock. bloody mm. knife and mailed it to themselves. <laughs> Look what I got in the mail. Oh, shut it. We weren't supposed to open it. Oh. Oh. I mean, now we have to mail to... it back to the other place. It's hard to know what Why the... are we mailing a <laughs> knife full of blood around the country? Why to ourselves? I mean, listen, okay, mail it. Okay, you're going to mail it. We'll mail it, you know. Mail it to Santa Claus. Yeah. Mail in, in it the North Pole. To the nor- I know yes. he lives in the North Pole, <laughs> Cheryl. Way to I spill mean, the beans. <laughs> you would not. It just doesn't. Listen, it doesn't make sense. You can't make sense out of Cuckoo Town. No, you can't. No, no, you cannot. It's one of the most frustrating things is when somebody is insane. Yes. And then you try to put your reasonable you try to rationalize. Thoughts. You like, try, why yeah, would you're like, they why do would, that? I, I would, you, stop. I know, because you're thinking, oh, there's got to be, I could figure out a reason why. And then, like you're saying, in this case with Gypsy Rose, I feel like, yeah, I, I understand that. You're saying the murder. Yeah, I understand why she would want her mother dead. Oh, my God. It's all very sad and complicated. But now she is, her headspace, I mean, who knows what she's capable of now. And so you're left with this really unfortunate thing of like, does she deserve to go to jail? Yeah. Does she deserve to not have another chance? No, I don't think. Right. I mean, she never had a chance to begin with. So it's right. Like... But then, what is she capable of? Right. Well, you know what was interesting too in this film, we hear from her dad a lot. Yeah, her dad. He, yeah, he oh, coming oh, in from the. He's coming in from the uh You sound Jamaican right now. Is that weird no, what you're going no, for? This, no, this is no, man. this is this is uh this is Cajun you. You you don't know Cajun. Do you feel like this is a good accent or do you feel are you known Yo, for your you, Cajun accent? Uh, I'm not known for anything. I'm not known for nothing. <laughs> Let me hear your Cajun. No, I wouldn't even try. No, just try. Mm-mm. This is a comedy podcast. Uh, so I well when I was when I was bringing up my girl, she came down. She came downstairs, and I say, "Hey, hey, young girl, get out of the kitchen." That's actually not bad. I tell her. I tell her. Listen, you, you should you not sound be so coming. Jamaican. I do not. People are gonna write in that are Cajun or have and Cajun go, friends or relatives. Sound like just like me. Tig won this competition. Tig nailed it. Yeah. So the dad is very Cajun. He seems so. Uh, Together. I cannot believe. God, I cannot believe oh, he was with Didi. Okay. I know. You want to hear him talk a little bit? Yeah. I What's do. his name? His name is Ro- I he's, was gonna say Roger, but I'm sure that's daddy. not right. He's big he's big daddy. <laughs> his 
name is not Big, Big Daddy. Big Daddy comes swimming out of the swamps, okay? Oh, no. Wait, do we have it? Let's hear it. Let's hear Big Daddy. Let's hear Big Daddy. Okay, this, let's hear from Rod. Still ask the question, how do you kill your own mother? I mean, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be some abuse there. You don't How just, do you kill your own mother? I kill my mother well, that because was closer I want to be to what my I was doing. Like I told my mom when I called my mom and, and talked to her about it. I said, Mama, I said, I've been, you know, I was mad at you before. I said, but. I was mad at you I've before. never, ever in a million years thought about killing you. Killing you. Killing you. Killing you. I, I never for a million years thought about killing you. I think I just nailed it. Um, so it's weird because. Once again, there was a teenage pregnancy. He was 17 when he impregnated Dee Dee. I guess they got married? Well, yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, know, please. Oh, no, please. We, we do you is, not, do you think you don't sound Jamaican? With his southern roots, him, he, he'd say, I got to marry Dee Dee, you know. Oh, my gosh. So they, the, the marriage didn't last, and now he's married to someone who seems... She also seems relatively together. Totally. And I thought she was so loving Yeah. toward Gypsy Rose. I kept yeah. thinking, not to be stereotypical about stepmothers, mm. but they can sometimes not be so gracious and open yeah. and loving. And then especially when you are finding out all this stuff going on, Yeah, uh, she just seemed to be really by gypsy rose's side and, yeah and it was understanding touching. yeah but it did seem and i'm not judging i'm not sounds judging like, sounds like you might be about to judge <laughs> it's hard to understand and even after watching this i didn't i didn't get an idea of where was he in those 17 years it sounds like there was a, a mix of negligence on mm. his part and a mix of Dee Dee not making things easy for him right, to right. see her. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, and he does talk about being remorseful. and Yeah, that he should have done more, tried harder. And I, I think that's very telling that there was some negligence there. But I also imagine if I know Dee Dee. Mm, she didn't make it easy. She didn't make it easy for Boudreaux. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boudreaux? Yeah, a lot of people down there. Is that slang for a it's person? It's a name. It's a oh. name. Okay. <laughs> really confusing me with all your... Um, you know what the thing about Nick is? Mm. Nick already had a um, record because he was arrested um, in McDonald's because he was in McDonald's for nine hours watching porn and masturbating. Which Right, which... It's that seems okay. It's weird. First of all, who masturbates for nine hours? And second Nick. of all, <laughs> why did they let it go on for nine hours? How long does it take if, if to call the cops? If you're if you are the person that's in charge of McDonald's and the first fifteen uh, yeah, minutes, hi, I'm in charge of McDonald's. <laughs> it's like you're the what shift manager, and you're like, whoa. That guy in that booth keeps jerking hmm. off while he's watching porn. What should porn. we do? I know, let's give it a few hours. I'm going to give it a few hours let's and see what happens. Let's see. And then this let's co-worker's see. like, well, I mean, the food here is pretty delicious. So, <laughs> yeah. And then you have a few customers that are like, hey, there's a guy going at it in that booth. And we're like, we know, we know, we know. We know. We're trying to figure out what to do. We're going to figure everyone out. Everyone calm Everybody settle down. down. It's only okay. been hour three. We're just okay. going to see what happens. Yeah, he hasn't finished his show. <laughs> oh my God. Do you think he... Okay. What? Did he... Do you think somebody actually is like um, pleasuring themselves from for nine hours before they ejaculate? I mean, is that possible that there's somebody out there that has to do it for nine hours before they actually or do you think this is like oh, i'm gonna do it for a while i'm gonna take a break have some fries come back to it or do you think it's i'm gonna do it i'm gonna ejaculate i'm gonna go get a big mac i'm gonna come back for round two i mean i'm just curious about the nine hours of it are you curious about the nine hours of it? 
I, I was curious, really, how many options you were going to come up with. I mean, I think that I think that's it. It's either that it took him nine hours to get there or that he did it a, several times with snack breaks. Probably went and got a Happy Meal. But do you think he ejaculated and then went back and forth? Cheryl, I um, I don't think there's any way for us to know. What if we had one of the McDonald's workers on the show mm-hmm. and just said, do you remember that day, the nine-hour masturbation day? Just to clarify. And just they're a- like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> I work at McDonald's. There are some shady customers that come in. On their road trips, using the bathroom. By the way, McDonald's seems like a very well lit, like, I don't, it does not seem like a sexy place to jerk it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of McDonald's. I truly, I I haven't eaten McDonald's, Mm. thankfully. Mm -hmm. And, um, I stopped eating fast food, uh, aside from, I mean, there's some fast food restaurants that yeah. I think are okay to eat at if you... Like what? I don't know. I've been on the road in, you know, middle America with not many food options to right, stop so you at. Have to, yeah. you have to stop and I'll, I'll stop at Chipotle or something like that. I like Chipotle. Anyway, I haven't had fast food like... McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King type food since I was 19 years old. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, I would love to talk to you about it more, but we've got to get back on on track. Do you want to hear a psychologist explain what Munchausen by proxy syndrome is? Uh, Better than your... Better than my explanation. All right. Because maybe fine. he'll, maybe we'll know uh, from this explanation if the person that's doing it actually thinks, mm-hmm. you know, like in this case, actually thinks her daughter has something wrong with her, or do they All know one hundred percent? Okay, let's listen to this. Munchausen by proxy involves a caregiver who either feigns or actually induces illness in her children, and her goal is some kind of emotional gratification, looking for sympathy, attention, care, concern that she feels unable to get in any other way. It is a form of child abuse, first and foremost. Yes, so they know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I must have gotten up to get a snack then. You eat a lot of snacks during these. So needless to say, they were arrested, Gypsy Rose and Nick. Mm-hmm. I mean, they mailed the weapon to themselves at their house. So I don't think it was that hard to figure out. That could have hurt somebody. Yeah. Do you want to hear Gypsy Rose from speaking from prison? She was being interviewed at prison. You can yeah. hear her voice too because it's very high. It's not as high as it was when, when she was, she was in those younger videos oh yeah because i think her mom would make her yeah act act babyish yeah this is actually kind of the first time i've been honest besides being honest you know my attorneys even that i haven't been completely honest with them (laughs) nervous laughter it's always interesting when people laugh when nothing funny is being said or happening Yeah. yeah Nothing. No, because that's not funny. Mm-mm. But also so awkward. Is that how you would describe this situation as awkward? <laughs> I would describe it as awkward, the whole thing. Oh, by the way, I mean, this woman, Dee Dee, was such, I mean, a horrible person mm-hmm. that they interview her parents in this film and her parents basically (laughs) nobody is upset that Dee Dee is dead they're basically acting like how you would be when I die (laughs) and by the way because we've talked about this 
This episode is going to be so sad to go back and listen to Mm -hmm. when I do die. Yeah. And you are at the podium at the Staples Center. At the Staples Center. And you're not crying. And I'm not crying. But yeah, she was cremated and they were saying, um, they were all laughing saying, yeah, uh, they're all Cajun too. And they're like, "Uh, yeah, her sister, we tell the sister that she died and and we got her ashes. They say you should just flush it in the toilet. Just flush her down the toilet. Nobody wanted. Nobody wanted the ashes. Nobody. They're like, you can come pick up the ashes. And the whole family's like, uh, no thanks. Flush it down the toilet. Flush it. flush it down your Cajun toilet. You. You're starting to sound Russian. To go back to Dee Dee and mm. nobody care about you know if her ashes are picked up or flushed down the toilet yeah what happened to her in her life you know yeah i mean we're kind of writing her off now of like ha ha who cares her parents are laughing flush her down the toilet i mean that's a good question thank you (laughs) but truly what something had to have happened to Dee Dee. i mean i guess she could have just been born with a terrible uh disorder or something but it it feels like something happened yeah i mean i guess there's something to the fact that her father is laughing at flusher down the toilet right because it seems like if this was your child at no point would this be that light-hearted especially if it turned into your granddaughter murdering your daughter right at the very least, you would be somber. Yes, and say, wow, she really had a psychological issue. Yeah, or, oh, this happened, or I'm trying to, as her parent, figure out. Right, or what, we tried to help. Yeah, not like, oh, yeah, they say flush it down the toilet. <laughs> Why do you <laughs> keep going to the Russian? Okay, um, so now. Gypsy Rose is now saying she wasn't involved in the murder. She was just next door. She didn't even know what was going to happen. Nick is in prison. Gypsy Rose is in prison. But because of her situation, she ends up pleading guilty and is sentenced to 10 years in prison. There was discussion of the death penalty. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting when you watch this and you you listen to Gypsy Rose talk because she is articulate and she's Mm -hmm. bright. And like you're saying, it's amazing that she has any wherewithal to be able to even talk about what happened, what she went through. Right. What was real and what wasn't real. I mean, it's it's really I don't know. It's it's this this documentary is fascinating. It is so fascinating and sad. Really sad, really unfortunate. You want to hear a little a rainbow at the end of the storm? Yeah. Is that a saying? Okay, so here's what's happened since the documentary aired. Nick and Gypsy Rose got back together. <laughs> no. Oh. Nick was sent- sentenced to um, uh, prison. What's it called when you go to prison and you never get out? Oh, life in prison. <laughs> A life sentence. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't air that. Um, <laughs> Please he do. Was, he was sentenced to life in prison. Gypsy Rose was sentenced to 10 years. And now she is studying for her GED. And she has a fiancé named Ken. I mean, how does she have a fiancé? Well. These are people that write into prisoners and say. Probably. I'm so curious about that. I got my GED. Yeah. Well, there you go. My cat ate it. I don't know how to feel about that. What do you mean? Did your cat really eat it? Well, she, uh, I left it on the table and she (laughs) chewed it up. Is this a piece of paper? Yeah. You didn't uh, frame it? No, it was just sitting on the dining room table and then my cat ate it. And, uh, well, ate, she ate a corner out of it and had little bite marks in the other areas of it. I talk about it in my book, which uh, is available in oh uh, hardcover oh and paperback and on audio. Right. It's What's called I'm t- Just a Person. Okay. Um, Tig, are you ready for some final thoughts? 
Oh, yes. Um, it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Before we talk about who cried, they talk about crying in the documentary, so I think it's appropriate to hear this clip. Okay. Okay, you, you want to hear um, Gypsy Rose's dad and stepmom talk about going to visit her? Yes. I'm holding on to that girl. You know, it's going to be very emotional. Yeah, you'll be cry, baby. You're probably going to cry, too, and then when you're going to cry, I'm going to cry <laughs> because you crying. Because it's hard to see grown men cry. I don't cry. Bullshit. You cry. Maybe that's what we should play every time before we get to Did You Cry. Um, Tig, did you cry? I did not. Mm-mm. Did you? I did not. But I, I was, oh, I was so angry. There were times when I was so angry. Yeah. Just so angry. Yeah. It's really sad and very angry making. Crazy making. Very angry making. Mm -hmm. Um, Who were you attracted to? Well, I was was attracted to Paul. (laughs) By the way, his name is Rod. Um, What about you? Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. And his accent is very cute. Well, yeah, you know, he's paw. He's Cajun paw. (laughs) All right, you guys, that... That's a wrap. That is it for uh, Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. By the way, they also made a uh, a limited series, which was great. Oh, what was that on? It is called The Act. It's on Hulu. And it's with Patricia Arquette and Joey King. And they both do such a great job and it's I mean of course it's still hard to watch because you can't believe that this story is true but anyway it's it's really interesting to watch by the way next week's documentary is we work or the making and breaking of a of a 47 billion dollar unicorn <laughs> which you can watch on Hulu is not that catchy of a title is it and also you can buy some True Story merch at podswag.com slash true story. We only have a few different options at this point, but we keep getting different great ideas. Before we go, would you like to hear some true fan mail? Sure. Okay. This is a five-star review entitled, My Behavior is Worrisome. <laughs> <laughs> From a listener named Cramsey. By the way, hey, Cramsey, hey. Uh, I pulled into the parking lot at school each day and cry because I'm laughing so hard and I can't leave my car until the podcast is over and I have collected myself. The thing is, I was told I would get laid off at the end of the school year, COVID budget cuts and all. After the year, I worked harder than any other year to do right by the kids. And I think the other teachers walking by think I'm still so very upset. (laughs) I'm fine. Y'all are just so funny that you make me look like a mess. Thanks for that, Cramsey. Oh, Cramsey. Cramsey. Hey, Cramsey, hey. (laughs) And people think. Cramsey's all cramsied in her car. I know. Crying. Crying Cramsey crammed in the car. But do we know if Cramsey is a male or female? We don't know, do we? Or non-binary. Cramsey, thank you. And I'm sorry about I hope you're not laid off. Cramsey sounds very feminine. Very female. You mean the name or yeah. just the way she writes? Hi, I'm Cramsey. <laughs> okay, nobody's... You have not heard Cramsey speak. So why do you think she talks like... Hi, I'm Cramsey. Hi. Hi. Hey, girl. Hey, it's me, Cramsey. Hey, it's Cramsey. I'm in my car listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh, Cramsey. Hang in there, Cramsey. Yeah, I hope you... I hope you find a new job soon. Yes. If that's what you want. If not, just sit in your car and cackle. <laughs> cackle. You guys, we love reading your messages, comments, and reviews. Keep letting us know what you think about the docs and leave a review. Yeah, write in on our email account or give us reviews on uh, iTunes or wherever places are that you can leave a review. That's right. 
And follow, follow us on social media for updates. Friends On Instagram. So sometimes we throw out a little picture or video. Mm-hmm. All right, Tig. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.